and we're back on Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peveril, joined by Marky D as always. Marky D, what are you laughing at? Uh, my Bengal fan, Jeffrey Benedict here. Uh, he says the QB cage match for the division. I'm down for that. Let's do that, mate. Let's get, you know. Is big, big Ben's not winning that one. Big Ben. Yeah, all the quarterbacks. Big Ben, Lamar, uh, Joe Burrow, and uh, who's the other bloke? Baker. Uh, Baker. Baker I you tell know? you, this is how it's going to go if it's a cage match, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, Ben's just going to go straight to Joe Burrow and do the low blow and just crack him in the knee, right? That I reckon, to be honest. If- then he's going to pick up Baker and launch him out of the ring. <laughs> and then he's going to grab Lamar and smack him in the mouth. And then it's lights out. That's how it's going. I, I like what Jeff says here. I reckon if, if, if I saw a cage with those four, I think what they would pick on Joe Burrow first because he looks like the, the most, the weaseliest, you know, he would be out of there so fast. Like he'd be, like, like cage match, they've got to pin him, right? Okay, he'd be knocked out anyway. So he'll get done, and then Lamar would like he'd climb up the ropes and fall like the like the Ravens are gonna fall, and then it's gonna come down to like Jeff says here, my Bengal mate, Ben versus Baker would just be them like hashing it out and not stopping, just like until everything like Rip Flair style was. But see, I don't think that would be how it goes. <laughs> I think Lamar, I think Lamar would go after Baker first, allowing Ben to destroy Burrow. Right, or they might all just, or they might just all turn on Big Ben, uh, all three of them. And Can I reckon Baker, Baker would, like, beg Ben to, like, oh, let's be teammates. Yeah, right. <laughs> they could have the ultimate betrayal. That was, like, the old uh, the old days of us, Celebrity Deathmatch, if you ever saw that. That was quite funny back in the 90s when they used to have, like, these kind of styles. Um, thanks, Jeff. Thanks, mate, for bringing up some, some, some funny things in the chat. But I think we're here to talk some Pittsburgh still of football. All right. Well, we did we did do so, – for those on the audio side, we did sling in the slang early on in the show in part one. So – that means you have to flick over back to part one if you've gone straight to uh, to part two. And it's funny, Brian Brown puts in the live chat a clown emoji and says that's the Baker Mayfield emoji. That's great. That's got me. And then just me, he says just fatality, me. Mortal Kombat. Oh, you know the old, uh, oh, man. This is I used my to crowd. love it. Finish him. It, it's, this is my crowd, Matty. Whoopsie. You know, like that. <laughs> you remember that? Oh man, this is the '90s crowd. Let's welcome everyone from do you remember the, 90s. the Do you remember the WWE game on? Um, what was, was WWE WWF back then? WWF. Remember the first game that they produced on Nintendo 64? That was a great game. Who'd you pick? Uh, you, who'd you pick in that? It one? was. That one? I used, I played the WWF Attitude. I think it was called something like that. I think something there was like only that. there was only seven characters. <laughs> it was like Stone Cold. Undertaker and and five more I can't remember. Well, that was it. Sting every time. Sting every time. Yeah. And you do this twisty oh. move with the leg and you like choke him. Oh, it was great. You're talking about the WCW game. That was a good game as well. Was that WCW? W- Man, it's yeah. changed. It was. It was WCW. That's what it was. Back, backlash. WCW backlash on 90, 94 Nintendo. I think. I think no, no, no. This was super. This was definitely the Nintendo oh. sixty four. The one I'm talking about. Well, there you go. We've just lost about a thousand listeners. Two Australians talking about WCW football <laughs> wrestling. All right, all right. So the final round before we go into the Titans, Mark. And this doesn't look. It doesn't affect a lot of people in in this live chat potentially. But the NFL this week announced some initiative, right, around using international markets and being able to market to international markets. Now. They gave they designated different markets for different teams. And some countries, you know, got, you know, eight, nine teams. Some countries got one, like Australia, we got the Los Angeles Rams. I get that we don't have a big population here, 
But what I couldn't understand, and I work in media and marketing, I couldn't understand what they were actually articulating tangibly. Like, yes, you can say marketing. Do you, are you allowed to give them a certain number of free tickets? You, do you get your games prioritized in terms of televised on their national networks? Like, or your, the distribution of, of, of the television rights and other content. I don't know what, they need to be more specific. So the NFL needs to rethink how they're, you know, communicating things through their team. Like get with the program, you're an $8 billion profitable mm-hmm. organization a year. But secondly, I love how we just get designated, right? Just designated with Los Angeles Rams. We always get designated with LA. Mark and I talk about it all the time. Do you, you know why? An NBA jersey, you got to get the Lakers. You can only buy Lakers jerseys. It's oh, absolutely terrible. ridiculous. But Mark highlighted a good point to me, right? I'm not sitting here selfishly and just saying it should be Australia. Mexico got it. And to our Mexican, you know, listeners and fans and, and, and all the Mexican Pittsburgh Steel fans, that's fantastic for you. Um, a little bit envious, obviously. But Germany is a market that we know the Steelers Huge. do well in. Huge. They got ignored from the Steelers' perspective. Yep. And so what I'm just frustrated at is the Steelers are the world's team right? America can have, you know, the Cowboys. Steelers are the world's team. One country is represented. And number two, I'm just cranking the NFL because I don't even really know what this means apart from having more marketing, well, you know, abilities. <laughs> let's give myself what a bit of... Mean? Let's, look, I'm going to give myself a bit of a self-plug because I never really do this. So I hope this is okay, bad. I have a Steel Nation Australia page, which has over 566 people on it. They should have chosen me. You should have chose me to, 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 to help it out. You chose the Rams. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. First of all, I've got some questions. Um, what's the point of it? I don't really understand the overall point. And, and two, also, the Steelers should have been in the UK. Um, they should have been in the UK in Germany. They're the two biggest, along with Mexico, they're one of the two biggest um, Steel, Steel fans out there in the world. And for the reason why they gave the, the designated the LA Rams was because the the uh, Australia to LA is like the the social the hub to for the gateway to America basically right, but when I land in LA, sorry for the LA listeners, but I'm out of there as fast as you can as you can say Jack Rabbit mate, I'm out of there so quick, I, I can't wait to get out of LA. I don't like it. I don't like the, the that, that kind of city. So that's not my home. I'm not going to like you know wait millions and millions of years to go and and oh I want to go to a Rams game surrounded by like just clouds of smug and too many people no i want to go to pittsburgh that's where i want to go <laughs> no one you know says america doesn't want the cowboys <laughs> but just me brings up a cool point like did i say when i went to pittsburgh versus ravens i stayed at the hotel where the mexico steelers stayed amazing yeah I, oh, I'm, I'm i think it's fantastic but even the nfl like in their the article on their own website they basically said nfl fandom begins with our clubs duh the most important initiative enables NFL teams to develop meaningful direct relationships with NFL fans abroad, driving fan growth and avidity globally. We were pleased with the number, creativity, and level of commitment of club proposals across the board in this initial application period and look forward to teams launching their efforts. Well, you know what? All I say is thank, thank, thank gosh, you know, that the Steelers and Steelers fans have BTSC to listen to because if we're relying on the NFL to decide which markets, and I know it does sound like teams putting applications and what have you, right? And I'm not saying Australia you know, needs to be the priority there necessarily for the Steelers. I would like it to be, of course, but 
when I think about the other markets, like Mark said in Germany and there are other European markets and what have you, I just I find it very frustrating. And I don't understand what the NFL are trying to do as an international fan. So this is a bit of a, a comment. This is there to pump the international fans up. If you're an international fan listening to this show and you don't live in Mexico, well, you can feel slighted as well. Uh, Matty, you said that the NFL, it, it begins with their, their club. Where else would it begin with? I know. It's not Roger Goodell. <laughs> we don't watch it because we love Roger Goodell. Oh, that Roger guy. I really like the NFL. He's a real he's a real leader. You know what? I'm going to follow the NFL and Roger Goodell. I love his presence. I, I love, love those. He... I love looking at him in his basement, you know. <laughs> I love when he comes out and gets booed. He's the kind of guy I want to wear the NFL logo, the shield. I want to follow the NFL. Of course it begins with the club. Oh, my. Who wrote this? A second grader? I just don't. All right. Let's get on to the Titans, Mark. All right. We talked about the 1,800 yards. Who has to step up this week for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Um, on the defense? Go on, Offense, defense. Okay. On the defense, everyone. I don't care. Everyone. Every single person. We've been, we've been labeling people. TJ Watt. Um, the biggest thing I want to see is heart and communication. I'm sick yeah. of them. They're they're not communicating as well. You can just tell with their body languages too, and they're, they're you know Devin Bush is over pursuing the run. Um, I think even Schobert got benched the other day too for a little bit. Buddy Johnson's yeah. out this game. Spain's coming back. Hopefully Hayden's back. Um, more veteran. <laughs> I love that. I got to stop you there. I love that Spillane's coming back against the Titans, his former team. Yeah, and you know after the big hit last year on Derrick mm-hmm. Henry, like this is the game he gets up for. You know. Well, you need that kind of guy, that brute guy who doesn't care about his body and will just go and smash someone. Um, but yeah, the defense is that they just need to come together. I, like I've always said, I do like the tandem of Minka and, and Terrell, but they need to start talking together. Um, and Michael does here bring up coaches. Yeah, we need to be prepared for this game. We need to, to have that mentality. Yeah, Butler needs to step up. Look, you don't need, like, with, you know, or oh, it could be a 27 24 game. I want the mentality of, like, you're not scoring any points on me. Where'd that mentality go? Like, you're not going to score any points. Like, I don't want to bend the bend, but don't break it three points. No. You're not scoring any points. Um, you need to get off third down. I think th- we're really bad on third down, and we talked about it for a lot of years. We just need to get off, off the tackles, and we've got to play harder. TJ Watt needs to play harder. But it comes down to the whole defense. Whoever comes in has to rough up that big O-line for the Tennessee. If they start to run on us to get 5.5 yards, 4-point yards, you know, we're going to be in trouble, and it's going to be a very, very long game. Um, force them for some three and outs. We need to put some pressure back in Tannehill. A lot of pressure. Yeah, I agree. Like, because Tannehill's had 13 interceptions and 14 touchdowns on the season so far. So if you can, if you can cause problems for him, you know, uh, and I think that that's both through great secondary play and pass rush, we're going to be in a really good stead, you know, really. Mm-hmm. But, but it, it comes down to, you know, even just the, the coaching and then being prepared as well. Um, you know, I think Mike Tomlin talked about, you know, Ryan Tannehill being mobile. We need to, you know, you know, kind of focus on him. And I, I get that we do, but I think you just need some some big splash plays in the backfield, tackle for loss to, to really motivate them and say, you know, you need everyone to be a Cameron Haywood out there. Um, you know, not obviously not playing cornerback or safety, but you need his mentality, you know, to, to go out there and rough them up. It needs to be a physical football game. They need to treat them. Uh, like the Ravens or the Browns, and it's playoff football time. And this is the game where you have to just go out and defense needs to show up. I would love to see. I would be at times 1,000 if they go out there and shut them out. You know what I'm saying? Like if they if they shut – when's the last time they shut a team out? They have never done that. 
We'll keep them under under 10 points and we can go and win 21-10. They have to do something. Something's got to change. And it's like the onus now is on the player. Um, It's, you know, the coaching's there, the schematic's there, but it's on the player to, you know, what is it? They're they're, they're at home having dinner. Tomorrow they're like, I need to go out there and do something. I've got four games left. Next year is next year. You've got four games left. 100%. On the offensive side, though, who needs to step up? Well, you know, the, the key character would be Claypool, I guess. Um, and I don't even think he needs to step up in a way of, like, you know, going out there and doing great catches because he's been doing that. But just don't do anything stupid. Just, um, you know, it's kind of like you made, you know, when you had the, you had the Christmas drinks and you're a bit hungover and you, and you go back to work the next day and everyone's like, oh, my, did you see what Mark did last night? And you're kind of like, put your head down, put your head down, get get your get your you know your your back in the books and just do your job, okay? You don't need to go out there and do anything fancy. I don't want to see him doing first downs and, and you know you can, you can be excited, but don't put pressure on this team that we're getting some yards and we get back to a first and fifteen or or flags. Um, you know, get more involved. If he needs to sit for a little bit, we talked about it. If he's got to sit and maybe give Washington some reps or Ray Ray. Um, let them have some reps and he can come in and, and make plays. Okay, so he's got to step up. Um, the O-line needs to be a bully. They need to push push, push these guys in the face. Like, we need to see that. And we haven't seen that. And maybe it is just the team for the last few years. We haven't seen that for a long time. And it's going to, you know, when it comes down to the, the end of the season, um, you just need that physicality back as best you can. I don't know. What do you reckon? Who do you think? Is it a player? Is a team? Um, can Big Ben go out there and get four TDs? This is it, all right? So I think first I want to start off with the defense. Akello Witherspoon, this is really, really key for him, for his future as a Steeler too. Now, he had those two interceptions, but I pulled it up. You know, he's allowed a quarterback rating of only 49 on the season so far. He's only allowed 180 yards. Yes, he's played a lot less snaps. He's only allowed 10 completions off 23 targets at 43.5%. He's a player that's known to play better when he's feeling more confident. He's a, one of those, you know, what we would call in Australia a form player or a confidence player. I know what that's like, um, you know, you know, having had that, you know, at a, obviously a much lower level, but in my own sporting career, particularly basketball, it was very much I was a form player when I was feeling good, made shots. When I wasn't feeling good, didn't make them, right? And so I look at Akello Witherspoon and what he's done. This could be his real chance in this game. If any, if, no matter how much he takes field or he doesn't, this is a chance to make plays. Athletically, he's a tall guy. He's a really fast guy. I'd love to see him show up this week. I think that that would be really helpful for this Steelers team. No doubt the inside linebackers have to step up as well. Um, so do whoever is playing on the D-line. Um, I think Michael O'Malley's brought up Dupree. I wondered whether he would be playing or not. But... I think for me on the defensive side, I just want to see Akello with a spoon break up passes. I want to see him put pressure on Tannehill. And Tannehill, as I said, threw 13 interceptions, right? That's almost won a game, um, or it is by this point, actually, if you had your buy. So at this point, this could be a real opportunity for Akello with a spoon. And he's someone that doesn't have a lot of, you know, film, you know, on, on tape for the Steelers as well and how they use him schematically. So that could very much come to our advantage. On the offensive side of the football, yeah, like I would love to see Ben have a four TD day, Mark. But as we know, when Ben's got to throw the football a lot, we're going to really st- struggle. Um, so that 
This is the thing. I'd rather see Najee and Freemuth step up. Step up. I want to see Freemuth with a couple of TDs in the red zone, and I would just love to see you know Najee with a hundred plus day. I'd love to see him go on a run forty plus. You know, and, and yeah, I just I just want to see those guys continue to fire because I think they're the future of this offense. Who okay? Who wins this game for us? You know, is the defense wins it more than for us, or does the offense win it for us? Who plays better? No, I say I think the defense might play better overall, but the offense wins this. The offense has to overcome the gaps in this defense, right? So if the offense can't score three, three, if we can't score four touchdowns overall, then probably that's going to mean two or three in the passing game. You're not going to win this game. So you're saying you need about 28 points to win? I think we need. Maybe. I think we need. Well, yeah, I do actually think we need 26 points plus. Right, there you go. Yeah. Um, and we what are we averaging the, for the whole year? 21 points, and the, are the other sides averaging 25 points a game? Um, so, yeah. This is what I'm saying. Like, I'm so excited, but I'm like, I'm like, what will we see? What game and what, what players are going to turn up? You know, who's going to be excited for, for you know, for, for me as well? I want to see, like, if Joe Hayden is back, I want to see him, him make a, an impact, and, and he's had some time off to heal. Um, hopefully he's been kept in you know, a bit of shape, but I want to see him make a, 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 a pass break up and, you know, Devin Bush lurking around the football like he used to and getting a pick and really changing the game, changing the field position as well with this game. Um, yeah. Something is just on defense. I think as well, we're minus in turnovers. Like we're, we're such, we're, we are a very average team. We, we're a very, very average team, but we have a chance to go to win, you know, at least three and one with the falling AFC North. So yeah. Something's got to go on, mate. But Mark, while we wait for it, well, I'm going to now open it up to Q&A. So while we wait for a couple of questions, I'm going to ask you a, the tough question, just as I do each week now. Are the Steelers making the playoffs? Yes. Now, I said that last week. <laughs> but do you know the reason why I think they make the playoffs? Is because they have... Is it, is it, let, me, let me tease you out. Is it because of things they do or is it stuff that happens to the other teams? It's it's a combination of both. Um, I think it's actually, you've got a better chance to win the division than you do a wild card because you, you're one and a half games away from the division. They're going to fall, right? And the other teams like the Broncos, Chargers, Colts, uh, Miami Dolphins are coming up for the wild card spot. You know, so yeah. uh, we, and we, we versus our divisions, you know, we could go, we could win this division nine, nine, seven and one, I think. Or ten, what ten six and one? I think you don't uh, need ten six and I think you do probably need ten six and one unless something completely falls off. Like if the Ravens yeah. don't win another game, and then the Bengals no, no. lose two. Bengals, like like Jeff said, Bengals probably are in the in the driving seat right now because they're going to Denver, but it's a hard place to win there as well. But to answer your question, I think we can make the playoffs, but it really depends on this game for the outlook of the four games. There's only four games left. You know, I know you've had a tough season. I know you're sore. I know you're tired. Exactly. But, but put on some motivational speaking, some music, and really get after it. Um, some, some of the, the NFL films kind of music. Put on Rocky. Do something. Put something that gets you pumped up. Not not tonight, you know. Not, not now. Like tomorrow, you know. Play it tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, I, I think they can have it if they can have a chance. <laughs> I'd like – what's that say? Michael O'Malley in the live chat says, I'd love a Super Bowl. I think we all would. All right. I'd also love to be financially independent. And yeah, look, look, look. 
I'm saying I got a bit more faith in the team. I agree with you, Mark. I, I and I, I, I'm a firm believer. You make the playoffs, and you, and it's a whole different ball game. And they've got some guys that are experienced enough. I think the rookies will, and the and the second year players would be energetic enough to make the playoffs. Some of those rookies know what it's like to lose there. For me, it's just getting to the playoffs. Once you get there, I've got a bit more confidence. We just need to get there, and that's the thing that I struggle. That's the thing that I'm worried about with at the moment. Yeah, really, yeah. If we don't win this game versus Titans at home, right, and the Renegades and the fans and crazy, what more do you want to play for? This The playoff starts now and the run starts now. You can't start the playoff run in KC. And hopefully, if all the AFC North teams lose this week, we're pretty much in the same spot. You know, We're in the same spot because um, the Bengals have Packers in a, in a few days, the Bengals have Ravens, and the Bengals have Browns, right? So you'll need ne- the next week, we'll have to beat KC, the, Bengals, the Packers will need to lose to the Bengals. And, you know, it's starting to sound a bit like basketball when they start talking about all the playoffs. But things need to happen. But this is their best chance to get back in the dance, to be one game away or half a game away with two games against the AFC North. Um, you can... But I think they need the confidence and the momentum. Oh, 100%. 110%. They just need to win, mate. Like, it's been like one out of four games since they won a game. Yeah. You know, like... And the Ravens brought us back in because that was a solid game. We sacked Lamar seven times. And then we do a short week, but then we've had 10 days off. So who's going to turn up? Who's going to show up? And the, the thing is, you've got four games left. Um, you're sore. You're tired. But go out there and, and and just play some competitive football. That's all we wish for. I don't care if they lose by one point. Be competitive. I like what Kathy Fro brings up as well. I'm looking for Bush to break out with confidence build from last game. I agree. I, I I do think Bush will come back. I think I don't think, you know, it might not be this game specifically, although I'm hoping it is. I think Bush is going to be really important down the stretch, and I'm excited to see what he might be able to do against the Ravens, particularly in week 17. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just as, as you say, Mark, like it can be anyone's game. Um, you know, and then this is where that draw becomes really interesting because if it was a win, we'd be in a much better position to get the 10 wins, maybe even 11 wins, but if you can run run the table, but equally, if other teams lose, the draw might be the difference, you know, and, and help us get over the line as well. And with the other different tiebreakers, it's just such an interesting season. It's kind of fun though, at the same time, you know, I just wish the Steelers were playing better football because it's making it really interesting to go down to the wire. Like you just can't tune out, you know, and, and this is the thing about this Steelers team, you know, I, the, 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 the fan in me that, you know, the, the the heart that I have for the team, I'm sitting there going, these comebacks show that they've got what it takes. But I just want to see it for four quarters, you know. And and it's funny, you talked about the fans. Can they, you know, and, and can the Steelers get up with the fans in the second last home game of the season? You know, this week on War Room, my title was, you know, will the Steelers, you know, come out of this game like Jacks or like Roses in this Titanic matchup, right? And so, fun fact: Do you know that this game against the Titans is the 24th anniversary of the Titanic? You know what? Movie? And I just, I just want the Steelers to live on to fight another day and be the Rose and not be the Jack yeah. and sink down to the bottom of the ocean. Oh no, I've got no care for Rose. She's terrible. I would not. She draw, did let it go. I, There's plenty of room next nah, to her. Nah, mate. I wouldn't draw her if you paid me a million dollars. I wouldn't be next to her. She's, <laughs> she's nuts. Like, okay, Jack's out there. You know, in the, in the cold, and she's on the like. How much room was on there? You could fit a polar bear on what she was st- sitting on. Man, ugh, I wouldn't do that. 
She's quite she's actually she's quite attractive too. I'm telling you, I would pass up a million dollars and I would not be drawing anything. Nothing. Damn Rose. <laughs> yeah, I just had this image when I was thinking about it with the Steelers lose this week of Steelers fans with the terrible towels, our terrible towels, being like the man with the violin as the ship. Sinks. That's yeah, that's me, that's me, mate. That's you and I. We're going down. We're going 100%. well down. We're with our, with our shoes wet and we're like, we're not going to survive this, but, this, but we're going to keep playing our violin and singing Renegade as we go down. And then I'll <laughs> be thinking, it. hang on, this, I think there's another boat out there. I think we've got a chance, you know, <laughs> we still have a chance. <laughs> you know, uh, it just, it all depends. It all depends what happens. Uh, and this is why we love the team. And, you know, hopefully when the, when, the, when the kickoff starts and we all start to get excited and you guys listen to podcasts and all the other podcasts and buy this little curtain and you get all amped up and you're ready to go and DJ goes out there, gets 25 yards, you're like, yes. And then Najee starts to go off. The defense comes out. You know, let's get pumped up. But what we've seen over the collective of the year, we just don't know what's going to happen because we don't know who the, what steals we're going to get. And and the stats reflect that. The turnover the turnover uh, reflects that. The, the third down completions re- reflects that. Um, the roster reflects that a lot. You know, you got some uh, some guys out there that Taco and those guys that are all new and and Jobert and stuff. It's a different Steelers team, and I think we still have the same mentality of the other teams past. So we can't, you know, we can't get rid of that. A lot of fans can't get rid of that. But yeah, and like uh, Michael Murray says here, so you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) Always a chance. All right. Well, the final question of this week's show goes to Snowman. A classic Snowman last last question. Do you think this is Ben's last season? No, I don't don't think so. I really don't. There's been no, besides Adam Schefter, saying he leaked a private conversation, which is funny. Hey, Manny, you and I are having a private conversation right now with 40 listeners. Um, We're also going to let NFL teams, you know, work with international markets. (laughs) Yeah, you've got two Australians who are like, we could be the spokesman for for Australia and you choose the Rams. I bet you the Rams podcast hasn't got Australians on on their thing. Come on, man, what are you doing? Don't believe everything you hear. But that's right. That's right. Yeah, we we follow that. We follow the football because we want to see what Goodell um, hold up jerseys and, and and give high fives to people. How do awkward! You that... merchant. Do you know the NFL? Like, <laughs> there's a section on the website where you buy just like gear that's just got the NFL shield on it. I'm like, I've never. I've, no, I'm not doing that. Um, how how awkward is it that uh, you know when Goodell like hugs him or high fives him at the at the podium for drafts? I like that the most. It's like he's always like under pressure. Like, do I shake his hand? Do I? Do I give him a high five? Do I give him a fist bump? Have you ever seen him do that? It just yeah. and then they, they give him a big hug. Yeah. We don't follow the NFL. Australia don't follow the NFL because of the Rams or Goodell. We follow the NFL because it's fun to watch and the black and gold Steelers have a chance to win. And I've been saying this in my in my social media and to Mandy Eddie. Um, here we go, Steelers, four in a row. That's what I've been trying to say. Here we go, Steelers, four in a row. Well, that's it. That's it. You know, they just need to they just need to come away <laughs> with it, mate. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw just me there. That's that's funny. Don't All right, bold prediction for this game to close out the show. Bold prediction. Uh bold prediction for this show. We will have um, the game, not the show. <laughs> we, we will do better next time. Uh, bold yeah, prediction. We're a bit, we're a bit have, ADD today. Like, I think you have to see what Devin Bush can can do. Um, I'll just say Devin Bush. Uh, we'll just do a stat line for him: six tackles, one for a loss, and we'll do one interception. Nice. What nice. about yours? Deontay plus 100 yards, Najee 30-yard run plus. That's not that bold, though, because DJ is, like, going pretty well. 
All right, okay. Let me get both. <laughs> Alex Highsmith, one and a half sacks. Cameron. There Hayward, we go. Come on. <laughs> yeah, force fumble too, eh? Yeah, Cameron Hayward's gonna brutalize this team. All right. And this also this is our last game for the five AM. I'm pretty sure too. I think no, we have one versus Ravens when we wake up tomorrow at five AM. When's the when do we have a we got a Monday one on the Jan third, right? On yeah, Monday night football. Steelers versus Browns could be maybe for the division in the air, depending how things flow. Uh, it's going to be a color rush game if we can win the Titans and KC. It's going to be very, very interesting. But we do have you know Titans uh, up next. But yeah, Monday night football. It could be us trying to spoil their season or for hours to keep to keep pushing forward. That's it. That's it. But regardless, Mark and I'll be here for Steelers touch. Down Under. I think we're doing a Christmas special this week at some point as well, so stay tuned for that. Another big war room coming up this week too. Uh, enjoy the game tomorrow for us or, you know, and tomorrow for you guys too. And as always, Mark, go Steelers! Oh, how it rips me, but makes me live for tomorrow.